but I know God. Satan wanna put me in a bow tie. Pray that the holy water don't go dry, yeah, yeah. As I look around me, so many of them don't wanna tell me. But they don't even never tell me. In front of a dirty double mirror, they tell me. And I love myself. Welcome in to the Konos, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I'm your host, Michael Evdeman. Thank you all for joining me on this Friday afternoon. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon. Let me tell you, I mean, it is, I see the sky out, I see the sun out, it's a beautiful day. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope you listen to that song and you're like, hey, I love myself. You know, that's very important. I hope everyone is staying healthy, staying well, taking care of yourself. Yeah, just doing well. I've been doing pretty good myself, you know, just trying to stay healthy, you know, trying to be the best that I can be, and yeah, I hope everyone's doing well. I've had a pretty good week. Um, I just went out today and just uh, played some basketball, 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, really hot out. It was really hot out, but, like, it's still good, you know? I The heat isn't for everyone, you know? I've become, over the past few years, I've become more accustomed to the heat, and I'm okay with it. More just because I, li- live fl- I live in Florida, and it's just ridiculous at points as to kind of how hot it can be. So just, it, I don't know. I've gotten used to it, though. I do like some of the cooler weather. I'm, it's more comfortable, I'd say. It's more comfortable, colder weather. It was cold, like, last week or something. It was in, like, the 70s. I was like, bam, we getting into that winter time. It's going to be cooler. It was, like, 75 last week. It's 80, it's 90 today. I was just like, okay. And, like, this whole week, it's been, like, 90. So, that's Florida. You know, they give you a little bit of cool weather, and then they take it right back away from you. And so, it's it can be tough, but, you know, you just got to deal with it, you know, I guess. you just The longer you live here, the more accustomed you are to it. We're going to have a good show this week. I want to talk about a few things. Uh, we're going to talk about that um, interesting, to say the least, uh, vice presidential debate. Uh, I'm going to talk about that a little bit. Um, I want to talk about kind of the Bucks situation, Tom Brady, how he's kind of letting me down, but it's okay. Uh, I'm going to talk about Tory Lanez um, being a little bit of a hiccup in his situation, so to say. So, yeah, I'm going to get right into it. So, Wednesday was the vice presidential debate. Um, and granted, uh, I'm to be honest, I, I saw the highlights. You know, I didn't see, I wasn't watching the whole thing because for me, I just... I just want to see the entertaining part. You know, I'm not looking at, uh, I'm not really looking at the, uh, I'm not looking at like, oh, what's the vice president's policy? Like, what are they going to bring? I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for what funny stuff happens for me. And I understand that's probably a bad point of view, but that's my point of view. And so I'm just looking at that to see what funny stuff happens. And let me tell you, man, Mike Pence had a fly in his hair for, like, way longer than he needed to. Way longer than he needed to. Like, it was sitting in there. First of all, Mike Pence has, like, it's either fake hair or it's, like, really good hair. Because that thing doesn't move at all. Like, he looks, like, 75, but he has the hair of, like like 55 like he has good hair for his age i must say granted he doesn't look um he kind of looks like (laughs) i saw this tweet it was like he looks like the bottom of a stingray and now i can't not think of that but his hair is holding up you know compared to trump whose hair is kind of falling apart at the seams kind of like his health (laughs) but his his hair is um, it doesn't move, it's very suspect, but it looks good, and this fly was in his hair for such a prolonged amount of time, and he didn't even notice, that's what makes me feel like his hair isn't real, because it was in there, 
and sometimes you know like you feel something in your hair and you're like oh what the, what the heck let me, let me get this out of here that fly was in that hair for so long it was distracting you know what i mean and it was just like honestly that's like won the debate forum because at this point in politics and in society we don't even really listen to what good things the a politician or a candidate uh presents in a debate or whatever like if they make a good claim or if they kind of dismantle the other one it's not even about that really it's more about what meme or what funny thing can come out of that debate you know we've been spoiled by trump because trump is just like it's essentially like a comedy central roast session with trump when it comes to every debate he's just saying wild stuff he's changed the whole landscape of it and so like when you have mike pence having a fly in his hair that's all anyone ever talked anyone talked about on social media that's all anyone talked about it wasn't about oh mike pence said this or kamala harris uh made this good point all i saw was mike pence had a fly in his hair and kamala harris kept telling mike pence that he she was talking that was it that's all i saw i didn't see anyone being like oh well actually our foreign policy is going to be no i didn't see any of that it was just fly and then kamala harris having to just say hey i'm talking so i don't know man it's a very interesting time we're living it's a very strange time i mean granted i didn't watch a ton of the debate i went so i live with my mother and i come downstairs and well i was in my room and i i just heard her go like what the and i was just i was like i gotta go downstairs i don't know if something happened let me check this out and she just comes down and she's like this man mike pence is just ugh." and i was just like oh what happened and essentially he was just deflecting what the moderator was asking him and in all honesty i was just like are you surprised are you surprised like a question that has significance someone like mike pence is just gonna be like well that's a great question but I would like to go back to the question that wasn't that question. And so could I just elaborate on the question you're not asking? And that's essentially the whole thing. Um, I don't know, man. It's a very odd time that we live in, you know. And just, you know, I really don't know. I, I don't think from what I saw, either candidate really had a great showing it seemed like Mike Pence, you know, he was good in what he was saying in a way. Like, you believed what he was saying. He just, I don't know, he, it, he seems fraudulent in a way, but you believe what he says. Kamala Harris just has that, like, sassy look to her and just, like, the whole time that's all i saw on twitter like just her facial expressions were like the whole thing just her just being like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I was like, are you going to say anything, like, at all? And I was just like, okay, whatever. I will say something that is funny. It was, um, so Trump tests positive for COVID. The uh, first lady tests positive for COVID. We have all of these. We're still so far removed or we're still so far away from rebuilding our community and our livelihood when it comes to coronavirus and mike pence is the he is the leader of the coronavirus task force or whatever and uh, he kind of was just like yeah i love the job that we're doing you know we're doing um we're doing good as far as that. I'm like, yo, you have two layers of lex or plexiglass or glass between you and Kamala Harris. Like, you're not doing a very good job. You're not doing a very good job. You know? And so it's just... I don't know, man. For anyone voting in November, I, um, I pray for you. Because it's not... um. It's not a great situation to be in as far as who you want to vote for. I will say, though, Kanye West is still an option, you know? Listen, Kanye West hasn't exactly put out his policies and his stances on a lot of things. But at this point, I mean, I think he's a suitable option, okay? You can't doubt... Okay, let me break this down, okay? The influence Kanye West has... Kanye West has a major influence, you know? He has a lot of youth under behind his side. I don't see these two old white guys having as much influence over the youth as Kanye. Granted, he said some wild stuff, but, you know, you, you can walk past that. Um, he... Listen, I think he cares... <laughs> I'm being sarcastic when I say this, but understand, okay... Look at the positives Kanye West can bring, okay? The national anthem, it's kind of overused, you know what I mean? It's not as good as it used to be. We need to modernize it. Who else could do that? Kanye West could do that, okay? He's won Grammys. He has. He's one of the greatest musicians we've ever had in music, okay? He could, he could produce a new national anthem. It could be a really... It could be a banner, okay? How many times have you been in a sporting event and you have your hand over your heart and you listen to the song and you're kind of just like, it could be better. You know what I mean? The national anthem's never trended on the Billboard Top 100, you know? It doesn't, you know? I think I think we need to add some spice to um, American culture. You know, we should just get some 808s maybe some hi-hats on that, you know, a trap drum or two, you know, I think Kanye West could do that, you know, uh, I honestly, I think it's just, a lot of people are writing in, they're gonna be writing in Kanye, which is very surprising to me, I thought everyone would just be like, nah, I'm good, but at this point, it makes sense, because both candidates well, Trump is has corona, so who knows if he'll even make it to November. Uh, Joe Biden, um, God bless his corpse. I mean, good Lord, he's not, um, 
He looks like he gets older by the minute. Uh, Kamala Harris, there was a thing. Okay, so let's say Joe Biden doesn't even make it. And Kamala Harris is the president. There was a picture of... It was a picture of Kamala Harris, but it was made up of all the people she's prosecuted. (laughs) And let me tell you, it was a little bit more than you'd like to see. You know what I mean? It was just, it was, um, it was a lot of people on that list, on that, uh, picture. And so it was just, man, November's gonna be an interesting time, you know? For all those people, uh, voting, you know, uh, think long and hard about it, I guess, you know? Who knows? But, yeah, man, it's very interesting to see, say the less. To say the least, it is very interesting to see. But yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to go right into some other things I wanted to talk about. Uh, Tory Lanes. So Tory Lanes. The little 5'3". Um, he, he's a shooter. <laughs> okay, so Tory Lanes. Uh, is a rapper. He's from Canada. He's an artist. You know, he's uh, been pretty successful in his career. Uh, and so a few months ago, I think, I don't know, it might have been a few months ago, uh, there was an incident with him and another rapper, Megan the Stallion, where Megan the Stallion was shot in the foot and Tory Lanez was apprehended um, and arrested uh, with possession of a firearm. So the main consensus was, uh, hey, Tory Lanez shot uh, Megan the Stallion. And at first, you're kind of like, wow, that's kind of messed up on Tory Lanez. You know, Megan the Stallion, very popular very talented artist um you just go ahead and shoot her in the foot that seems kind of weird not gonna lie uh and a few months goes by and Tory Lanez he's he was pretty quiet he wasn't saying much he was kind of just doing his own thing he's or staying low you know he was under a lot of heat and then Tory Lanez decides to uh, drop an album he drops an album called Daystar. I didn't listen to it personally, but I heard some. I heard takes on it, essentially saying this was him explaining the situation from his point of view. Uh, he had he made claims of kind of he was innocent. He it wasn't him. He um, people were putting out false information about him. And for me, I look at it as I want to, I'm not going to have an opinion until I hear both sides of the story, you know? Megan Thee Stallion, I don't, I'm not necessarily going to be like, oh, she's a liar. Because I think you need to take both into account. But I think it is important to, you would have to hear his point of view on the situation. And so it's kind of like, it's a really weird situation, and you're just thinking like, oh, geez, like, Tory Lane's like, he says he didn't do it, but Megan Stallion was shot, so it's very odd. 
And then the other day, uh, Tory Lanes was. I'm gonna pull up the. I'm gonna pull up the exact thing, but um, it's not looking good. Uh, for him. So the Guardian. I'm looking at this article from the Guardian about it. it says rapper Tory Lanez charged with shooting Megan The Stallion. So, Los Angeles prosecutors have charged the rapper Tory Lanez with shooting the artist Megan Thee Stallion during an argument earlier this year. Lanez is accused of shooting at Megan Thee Stallion's feet, hitting her after she left an SUV during a fight in the Hollywood Hills on July 12th. Okay, so this is a good few months ago. Um, He faces two felony charges, one count of assault with a semi-automatic firearm, and carrying a loaded, unregistered firearm in a vehicle. Uh, Lane's 28 is due to be arranged Tuesday in Los Angeles. If convicted, he faces a maximum sentence of roughly 23 years. 23 years? Now, listen. I'm not saying... Now, I don't know how the law works. I don't know how, uh, charges like this go. But... That seems like a lot. I'm not saying that it's not warranted, considering the um what is being reported, but it's. I'm like, dang! I heard that. I was like, wow! They really going for him, man. That's really unfortunate to see. Now this is what I'm. Now this is what I think. Okay, now work with me. So Tory Lanez, I think it was earlier this year or maybe in December of last year. Tory Lanez was in a dispute with his label. Tory Lanez was um, putting on social media saying, hey, get me out of my deal or I will. He was essentially talking to his label through his social media. He was saying how... He was saying, essentially, if you don't get me out of my deal, I will expose you for what you are doing. So, Tory Lanez challenged the music industry. and in He was saying how he was going to expose how what the, his label and what the music industry does. Okay? Now, a lot of people can have a lot of speculations on the music industry, things that go up behind the scenes that we don't see, how probably me- how messed up it is, and how we don't see that stuff. So you have a rapper, artist, on the level of Tory Lanez, willing to expose this industry. So... And I'll take I'll give another example. So there was a rapper named YK Osiris. Probably about like last year or earlier this year. He was an up and coming artist. He um was gaining stride. Um he made a video. I he put it on social media, essentially um calling out the music industry. He was saying a lot of things about how uh evil and 
bad the music industry is and how these labels and everything are. A few weeks later, YK Osiris was arrested. He was arrested. Um, I don't know if he got out. I'm pretty sure he did. But right after that, he gets arrested. Tory Lanez makes these claims about the music industry and how he wants to uh, expose the industry. And then right after that, he gets in this altercation with Megan Thee Stallion. This altercation. And Tory Lanez now owns his masters. He's independent. So his his previous label in the music industry can't make any money off of him. And now he puts out this album where he owns the masters. He's independent. And there's a few things on the album that I did see where he's talking about things like the Illuminati and the industry and all that. And you can have your opinions about the Illuminati or whatever, whether you believe in it. Right after this album comes out, Tory Lanez is charged and faces 22 years in prison. Now, I'm not saying anything specifically. I'm just making the point of it seems kind of a coincidence, you know, that all of this happens. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not saying that Tory Lanez is innocent. I'm not saying that there's more to it. I'm just trying to point out the circumstance. So, you know, I don't know all the facts. I don't know any of that. I'm just I'm just putting it out there. So, uh I guess best of luck to Tory Lanez. Uh I guess, you know, who we'll see if he gets convicted. Obviously, I my best wishes are to Megan Thee Stallion. She's doing, it seems like, getting shot in the foot was the best thing to happen to her. She has, like, the number one song. You know, she's doing great. You know, I think, you know, she's doing big things right now. She's um, one of the most popular artists out right now. So, you know, who knows uh, what is resolved there. Uh We'll, we'll just have to see when the facts come out. So, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, that's that's my take on it. That's just my take on it. You guys can think what you think. Just, uh, you know, let me know. I wanted to talk about... Okay, I, I want to talk about this. So, there was this promotional video... Um, how do I explain this? Okay, so throughout uh, this pandemic and throughout this time that we're living in, uh, there was, there has been a lot of videos of celebrities, um, making these videos kind of telling you how to feel in a way you know what i mean uh there was this one there 
there was the one kind of at the beginning of the pandemic of a bunch of celebrities singing some song uh, to try and, like, you know... <laughs> I'm sure you guys remember the video of, like, celebrities singing a song essentially being like, oh, we're strong. Uh, uh, then there was another one when um, Black Lives Matter movement was um, essentially at, like, a high point. Uh, there was a celebrity video I saw about that, and now, uh, <laughs> there is this video of celebrities. Now, these celebrities have decided, uh, to be naked. You don't see them naked, but they're... Okay, so I'm looking at the Los Angeles Times. It says these naked celebs have an important message for voters. So it's a bunch of these celebrities just naked telling people to vote. Can someone please explain to me why you needed to be naked? Who asked you? Who put them up to this? No one wants to see Amy Schumer naked. No one wants to see Mark Ruffalo naked. No one. Chris Rock, I love you, man. One of the best comedians I've ever seen. I don't want to see you naked. Uh-uh, no. No, thank you. Just tell people to vote. It's the same thing. You tweeting out, hey, go vote, has the exact same power as you getting naked for a video and telling me to vote. Okay? I don't get it. I don't know. They're running, celebrities are running out of ideas to be relevant at this point. Because, you know, the, there isn't really movies coming out. There isn't, you know, anything for people to be popping, essentially. But I mean, my God, like why? It seems so unnecessary and just, ugh, I don't know. If people actually still look at celebrities and just kind of li um, listen to what they say, so to say, and uh, just, you know, really like ha celebrities have influence over people i'm concerned for like just people because it's just ridiculous like how can you watch this video and just be like oh now i want to vote this that's what's gonna <sighs> i don't know man i don't know it's really weird the if celebrity celebrities if you're watching don't just stop making these videos stop making these group videos telling people what to do it's stupid and no one cares no one cares you just look dumb they, you, they just look dumb i don't even understand it
it's just like <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh I think that kind of stuff just says the most about just where we are as a country. <laughs> it just says the most about where we are as a country as far as just like these celebrities just getting naked, I guess, you know. They ran out of ideas, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, man. I guess I guess go vote. I guess if you did, if you were on the fence before about registering to vote on that video, it might have done it for you, you know. Maybe just go watch that video and maybe it'll change your opinion on whether or not you should vote. So, you know, maybe maybe that's the can uh the straw that breaks the camel's back for you, you know. Yeah, man. Okay. So I wanted to talk about so so SNL had uh so SNL had its season premiere uh like last week and you know they're in like the studio back back in the studio or whatever um starting it up and uh, man it's kind of sad to see how far SNL has really fallen off in a way, you know? I think, so there was the presidential debate skit where they had a uh, freaking, uh, who is it? Alec Baldwin as Trump. That man's been doing Trump for like years. And, you know, it's kind of annoying. But they had Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. And let me tell you, I watched some of the skit. The skit's not great. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. There was like some part where it was like Harry Styles meditation thing. That was cringe. That was really cringe. I did not want to see that at all. But Jim Carrey as Joe Biden is probably like the best decision SNL has made in like a long time. In a long time, that's like the funniest thing they've decided to do. And I think he does it great because it's just it's Jim Carrey as Joe Biden. That just fits too perfectly. Um, but yeah, man, it's really sad to see how far SNL has fallen off, you know? I, it's weird how the quality of comedy on that show has fallen off so dramatically, you know? Back in the, it used to be to where I heard this point and I saw this point, um, uh, about SNL and I think it's very true. It's was you can watch S- SNL is like a perfect show to watch with your family. And it is. It's a great show to just watch with your family. You know, it's safe. There's not going to be anything too controversial. It's just something you could watch. If you're just on a Saturday night hanging out with your family and you're like, hey, what's on TV? You could just watch SNL. Like, it's safe. You could just watch it. And it didn't used to be like that. SNL used to, it was on at like midnight because, you know, they would say some controversial, funny things. And, you know, you didn't have, you didn't really watch it with the family, you know? It was, you know, it was kind of edgy, you know? And now it's just, 
uh, shallow of what it was. And I think there are incredibly funny people on that show. You know, there's like Michael Shea, Colin Jost. Um, there's a few other people. I haven't watched the show in a long time, so I don't know. But I know that there are really, really funny people on that show. And I think it's a shame that SNL isn't really... It's quality has gone down so dramatically. Uh, it's it's sad to see in a way, you know. And I think that's just um, like network television in a nutshell. You know, you have people that control, and you know, you're not allowed to really express how you are as a comedian or anything like that. You know, everything's written. Uh, kind of planned out you can't say certain things you have to say certain things about this and that so it's very hard to watch I guess you know and like you have um and I've seen this recently it was um like just if you go on like Netflix and you look at like comedy specials there's a few comedy specials from people from SNL like there was a Michael uh, Shea comedy special I watched and the man is very funny. Like, he's really, really funny. You know? And that's him showcasing how funny he is. You know? And then you might see him on SNL and you're like, oh, he's okay. Because he's... His... He doesn't get to dictate how funny he is, essentially. So, I think there was like a Seth Meyers one. I know he's not on the show anymore. But to illustrate my point, it just seems like... SNL is just past its years, you know, no one really, it doesn't have that weight it used to have, you know, because it's not, it's just safe comedy TV now, you know, so it's very discouraging, because I remember back in like the 2000s, or like the early 2010s, you know, you had people like Bill Hader on, you had people like um, Andy Samberg. You had uh, Seth Meyers. You had you had a lot of amazing comedians on there, and you had you had John Mulaney writing for you. You know, you had amazing comedic minds, and they were able to express themselves comedically. You know, they didn't have what seems like th- they could do what they want. You know, it seemed like they could just do what they wanted. Nowadays, it seems like you just have to make kind of funny stuff. uh, And it's more just like a platform for a message or whatever. You know, I'm not going to say it's like a liberal kind of bias. I mean, there it obviously is a liberal bias to it, but it just seems like a platform made to voice agendas you know that's all i see from snl at this point you know there's nothing interesting about it anymore the comedy is not really good you could just you know you could look up youtube channels that are 10 times funnier where they aren't unfiltered and they can actually speak their minds and be funny as they want and then you look at snl and you're just like "Eh, i mean okay so it's very it's kind of sad to see how the quality has gone down as far as SNL goes but I don't know man
I don't know, man. It's kind of tough to see, but that's how it is, I guess. But yeah, man. All right. I want to talk about Tom Brady. I want to talk about the Buccaneers. So last night... Oh, sorry. I had to crack my neck real quick. Uh, So last night, the Chicago Bears played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I watched the game. I didn't watch the first quarter or whatever. But I watched the game. You know, I'm a Bucks fan. I've been a Bucks fan like my whole life. They've been garbage most of my life. So I haven't really been like that into it and I haven't been and most of my life I wasn't really into sports recent more recently I've been in the I've gotten way into sports as far as like enjoyment but yeah I've always rooted for the Bucks and it's great to we now have like a profile and like you know a lot more people are talking about the Bucks and you know we we look like we have a really good team um, that really good team didn't show up last night, though. Um, we lost 20-19 to to the Bears. And I was just like... Watching the game was just kind of infuriating for me. Because it was just like, man... Like, we had so many penalties. It was ridiculous. Like, offsides... People, just offensive linemen trying to pick fights with people, sending us back. Most of the game, we were playing, like, first and 30. Like, or second and 25. And it was just, oh, man. It was really tough to watch because, you know, our defense was doing well for the most part, you know, and uh, we just couldn't do anything because we kept getting penalized we're like top five most penalized teams in the league and uh and like tom brady like he was looking okay for most of the game but he kept getting sacked keeping us back it was khalil mack uh kind of owned tom brady like there was a clip he sacked tom brady and then he threw the rookie Tristan Wirfs, like over, he flipped homeboy. Like, it was like WWE, he hit him with the rock bottom kind of thing. Like, he threw that boy down. And it was just like, that kind of said the whole thing. And, like, the last drive, I didn't think we were going to score. Because, you know, we have a lot of players out of the game as far as offense goes. And I just didn't think we were going to win it once uh, Chicago got that field goal at the end. And just Tom Brady, it was like fourth and five. And he throws a pass to Cameron Bray, and it gets broken up. And so that's the end of the game. But Tom Brady thought it was third down. He thought it was third down. And he, holding up his fingers like, oh, we still have fourth down. No, that's the game. You blew it, Okay. It was a terrible pass. I don't know why he went for that pass. Granted, I don't know if anyone else was open, really. But it was just like... It was very discouraging. You know, Nick Foles outplayed Tom Brady. You know... I don't know, man. It. I think it's just... When it comes to Tamp, uh, the Bucks, It's just we gotta be less penalized. We gotta be less sloppy. Um, our defense is like top five in the league. I think we have one of the best defenses in the league. I know Vita Vea 
got injured and he's like a big part of our defense so hopefully he comes back soon and but man it was just it was kind of hard to watch as just just to see how we should have won that game we 100% should have won that game but we they just made so many mistakes it was ridiculous so not very good to see necessarily but I don't know, man. We'll see next week as far as, like, how well they uh, bounce back. But Chicago, a nice team, too, man. They're, like, what now, 4-1? and one? Chicago, nice. Chicago got a really good defense. Nick Foles is, like, okay. So they could go, they could go places as far as, like, the NFC. But we should have won that game 100%. I think we definitely should have won that game. Tom Brady, at the end of the game, looked very pedestrian. I know he kept getting sacked, and it was just like, can they please just protect this man? So, yeah, man. But it was uh, it was a tough one last night, you know. So, hopefully the Bucks bounce back and aren't doo-doo. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, game five of the NBA Finals is on tonight. Uh, Lakers Heat. Uh, if I had to assume, uh, Lakers are probably gonna win this one. Uh, they're wearing the black Mamba jerseys. It just seems fitting, you know. Miami has done really well this playoffs. You know, they just they're on one of those you know ultimate underdog story type runs and. You know, I wish nothing but the best for him. Uh, I know Miami beat us, the Celtics, in the playoffs, in the Eastern Conference Finals, and so that was kind of hard to watch for me as a Celtics fan. But I was rooting for the Heat because just Jimmy Butler is just, you know, he deserves so much credit, and he shut a lot of critics up this postseason and this year in general. Um, Miami is going to be really good in the future. You know, a lot of top free agents are probably going to go to Miami. Um, but yeah, just the Lakers are too good. They have two top five players in the league. They have LeBron, they have AD. Uh, it's just too much for them, you know. And Goran Dragic has been out the whole se- series. Bam Adebayo missed three games. You know, it's just, it's, it's just, it was just too much for them, you know. It was just too much for the Heat to really do anything. You know, they had that one game behind Jimmy Butler's insane performance. He had like a 40-point triple-double. But, you know, it just seemed like it it was just too much for him. You know, and it's understandable. But, you know, a lot of people are saying it's kind of a mixed bag as to who should win finals MVP. Me, personally, I think Anthony Davis should win it because he's averaging, like, 30 in the finals. You know, he had, like, an off game or two. But, like, what he's been doing is just incredible. You know, he's really cementing himself as a top-five player in the league. But I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised, like, if LeBron won it. Like, if LeBron was Finals MVP, I wouldn't be like, oh, wow, Anthony Davis got robbed. Because they're both doing insane things, you know? They're both balling out. So, you know, I think 
I and some people will say like, oh, if LeBron doesn't win Finals MVP, it's a stain against his legacy or whatever. I would disagree. When you have a player of like Anthony Davis level playing like in his prime right now and just doing what he's doing, it makes all the sense in the world that he would win Finals MVP. But also, you know, LeBron's just doing crazy things at 35, you know. I don't think anyone has ever done what LeBron is doing with as many miles as he has on him to be doing what he's doing. is just incredible. You know, I'm not, like, necessarily a LeBron fan. I just appreciate the greatness that I see in LeBron. You know, LeBron is, you've never, we've never seen a player like LeBron. You know, he might not be as great as Jordan. He might not be the best player ever. I don't think he's the greatest. I think Jordan is still the greatest player we've ever seen. But you still can't take anything away that, you know, we've never seen anyone like LeBron. There will never be a player like LeBron James. Michael Jordan was not LeBron James. You know, he doesn't score pass is athletic as big as LeBron just all of those intel and the IQ LeBron has is just on another level and you have all of that together you know it's just I understand how people will say he's the GOAT you know just because there's so many things that go with LeBron just from a physical standpoint and also you have accolades and numbers he'll probably be the top scorer in nba history when it's all said and done so yeah man it's just appreciate lebron while he's still playing because it's not going to last for that long you know he's going to be gone in a few years so you know appreciate this level of basketball at his age what he's doing it's incredible man so I just appreciate the greatness that you see with LeBron because you'll never see a player like him again. Or at least for a long, long time. You'll never see a player like him. So, yeah, man. I think Lakers will close out tonight. I think it makes sense. I think Le- uh, I think it could go either or for finals MVP. But yeah, LeBron will probably get reign number four. And people are ke- going to keep putting him in that michael jordan conversation uh it you know man it's it's you know lebron he's always just reaching for that title of goat and i think he's already in the conversation i when it comes to the goat conversation michael jordan and lebron james are sitting at the same table i just think jordan's at the head of the table and lebron's He's at the table, but he's not at the head of the table. You know, Michael Jordan, you know, I didn't see him play. You know, uh, I can just go off of highlights I've seen, stories that have been covered. You know, we had the Last Dance documentary earlier this year, kind of showcasing Jordan in full and documentary form. So, you know, for me, I think it's just... You'll never see someone at the level of Jordan. Because Jordan was just... People will be like, oh, well, Jordan doesn't pass like LeBron. Jordan doesn't do this. You know, LeBron does this, that. He rebounds better. 
at the end of the game, at the end of a game, if I need a bucket to, like, save the universe, if I had to choose any NBA player, I'm choosing Jordan. I'm not choosing LeBron. Because I Jordan it had that just killer in him. And LeBron is a clutch player, 110%. He has shown over his career that he's clutch. But I think it's just when it matters most, Jordan always sealed the deal. You know, 6-0 and in the finals. Never let it go to a Game 7, you know? And then you look at just his averages, you know? It's just wild what he was able to do. And not he didn't even play that long in the league compared to LeBron. LeBron's in his, what, 17th year? Jordan, for the most part... Uh, you know, he had those two years where he retired, and then he had his second retirement, and then he had that stint with the Wizards, which, eh. But, you know, you look at his resume, and he came into the league at 21 years old. He had four years of college, and then he comes in the league, and he takes it by storm immediately. You know, he didn't really get to the finals till he had another all-star with him, but his competition in the East was so much uh, better than LeBron's was in the East for comparison. So I think it's just like, you just have to look at, I understand anyone's point of view, and I think you can make the argument for either or. Me personally, I think it's Jordan, but LeBron's in that conversation, and he's going to be chasing that title you know, for the rest of his career. So, yeah, man. It's just, it's enjoy LeBron while we still can. You know, that's all I would say. That's all I'd say. But yes, that is going to be it for me this week. Ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate you for listening uh, to the Konos. Uh, I hope you, everyone has a great rest of the week, a good week next week. You know, take care of yourself. Stay healthy, stay well. You know, love yourself, you know. Just a little love in your life. You know, just focus on you, you know. That's all you can really do, you know. Just stay well, make some money, do what you got to do. So this is going to be it for me. I'm Michael Evdeman, signing out. Have a good week, y'all.